Connection is why we're here. It is what gives purpose and meaning to our lives. That is a quote by American storyteller, researcher, and writer, Brene Brown. Welcome to episode number 139 of the Overcoming Writer's Block podcast. Today, Judy and I get into all the feels. We dig into why we both love to write and we get deep. We discuss why we write for ourselves and for our loved ones. We recognize that there is a different why for us putting writing out for a wider audience, the world really, to read and consume. You see, we believe that we, all of us as humans that is, have a deep desire to see and be seen, to hear and be heard, to know and be known. We also want to know that by connecting with others, we can in some small way make this world a little bit better. Welcome to the Overcoming Writer's Block podcast. I am your host, Lisa Hoffman. Has someone ever told you that you should write about an experience, but you're not sure if your writing is good enough? Do you have a story to tell, but are anxious about its success? Have you thought about writing a memoir, but worry about being judged or criticized? Are you interested in writing a book, but feel stuck and overwhelmed by the writing, editing, and publishing process? Well, I'm here for you. Every week on this podcast, I'll be answering your questions, sharing my stories, and offering tips on how you can overcome writer's block. Sometimes my fellow sidetrack sister, Judy Goodson, will join me to offer advice. Other times, I'll interview interesting and creative people to inspire you on your journey. So, here we go. Well, hello, Judy. Lisa, how's it going today? It is going. We have sunshine all over us. <laughs> you have sunshine all over you. I just got reflection all over. You also have a lovely scene in the behind you. It's it's um, looking like it must be a good day in Wisconsin. It is a very good day in Wisconsin. Yes, yeah. it is a it is a beautiful late summer day, yeah. bordering on fall. It's going to be fall here pretty soon. But yeah, mm -hmm. it's just um, there's no wind. It's just calm and. It, it, it feels like a transition time. Yep. And it looks like, okay, I'm not going to go any further. Okay. Because the dog is barking and I don't want. <laughs> and we're talking it, about it, the weather again. <laughs> if you hear a bark, bark, it's my big dog. And she's impossible <laughs> to keep quiet because she hears us talking to each other. Oh, good. It's all good. I told my dog to go on, go on. <gasps> okay. So Judy, today we are going to talk about all the feels. All the feels. F-E-E-L-S. Yes. -E -E -S. yes. Last time we were talking we were talking about um, your thoughts and what are you thinking? Uh -huh. And today I thought we would go the next step, you know? Um, so often, you probably heard this, you go to any workshop or conference and they want to know what is your why behind uh -huh. what you're doing? I mean, I think exactly. that's something real common that people are exploring. What is your why? If you're, if you're trying to do something bigger than yourself, you are not going to be able to accomplish it, apparently, unless you know your why. Your purpose. Your, yeah. Your, your why. What, you know, I, that, that why always threw me. But what's your purpose? What is, what's the feeling that you want to ex explore by doing X? 
Y, yes. and Z, right? And that is what we're going to talk about today. Because I think when you are a writer or you're seeking to be a writer, I think there might be a common why that we can all really relate with. Okay. That makes okay. sense. Uh-huh. So the first, and, and I want to look at this in in the in terms of three different kinds of writing, because we do the three, well, we do, yeah, we do do the three different kinds of writing. Uh-huh. The three different kinds of writing that I want to explore the why in is um, writing for yourself, writing for like friends and family, mm-hmm. and then writing for the world, the out there um, writing that you that you might be doing. And that could be regional magazines. It could be a book. It could be any form. Yes. It could be an article in a journal that you read for work. You know, mm-hmm. it could be any of those, right? And I think the the why that people write is, although it's connected and it's it's it it's, it gets a little messy. I think we can make some dis- some some distinctions and really come to some foundational understandings here. Okay, sounds good. I love evaluating what I'm doing and thinking and feeling. And I don't know, it just kind of gives some, some solidness and some purpose to what's going on here. So kind of grounds you a little bit. Yes. I guess that's what I was really going for. So the first kind of writing is in journal writing or Mm -hmm. writing in a diary or all that, the morning pages, anything that you're doing that you don't expect anybody else to see necessarily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's um, for your eyes alone. Yes. So I was thinking, why do I, why do I want to do that? What is the feeling that I'm after? I'll let you think about that for just a second. Mm-hmm. When you write for yourself, WTF, why? I mean, if I was to tell my kids, it's really important that you write for yourself. As a matter of fact, just a quick little comment here. Um, the other day I talked to Caden, which is my middle child, and he went off to college. And guess what he took with him? His journal. He Not his journal. He stole a journal <laughs> from, from our house, an empty journal that he found. He thought, he told me this. He goes, he told me because he thought I would be proud of him. He goes, mm-hmm. he's, he found it. And it's a plain black journal that he found in a bag. And he goes, his thought was, I could write in this. Whoa. Step yeah. one, step one. Step one. Ah. So what is the what is the step though? What do you think he's going to achieve through writing for himself? Why was I so excited about that? The thought that I thunk um was that, you know, sometimes especially like Caden's age, you're with your your college buddies and you're talking and you're BSing and all that kind of thing. And a lot of schmaltz comes out of your mouth and all of that. However, you don't really have deep conversations about who you are, what you're feeling, where you've been, all those things with those more casual buddies. And that's okay. However... If you are going to start writing in a journal, I think what they'll find or what Caden will find is that you start to know more about who you are and what your feelings are about life, about school, about your buddies, you know, kind of thing. And sometimes it clarifies for you like a direction. 
that you want to go or a, an event that you want to participate in or, yeah, I don't know, to come up with any of those thoughts. But I think it's a whole different thing than the schmaltzy BSing that we do with our friends and buddies. I think it's much more insightful. It has more depth. I go back to this old boring thing. It's a form of meditation. It, it mm-hmm. pulls mm-hmm. from within. And I think I can I can distill all of those those thoughts down into one word, and that would be the word connection. Mm-hmm. I think what he's going to find, and that I have, and you have found with our personal writing, is mm-hmm. that you have a connection with yourself. Mm-hmm. Until you sit down and you meditate, or you journal, or you sit with yourself in a quiet space for a significant length of time. You that don't. can be 15 minutes. I mean, it, it, you know, it doesn't have to, when you say significant, I think of hours and hours. No, it can be 15 minutes, right? But I think it has to be regular. I yeah. think, um, you know, I, when you say it, it, 15 minutes here or there, you know, I, it, it just popped into my mind an old experience that I had when I did a Boundary Waters experience back in the day, way back in the day, one of the components of that experience, um, I believe it was for experiences that were like at least a week long, they then took you on your last, next to last day for a solo experience. You had to be out in the woods on your own to kind of be with yourself as part of this journey. Wow, that sounds pretty cool. And Uh so I think the feeling that you really want to get when you're writing for yourself in, like I said, a journal or a, a diary, a, a morning pages is that connection that so easy and that, that still quiet voice, you know, that's within us that is so easily drowned out. And I don't think that every person would immediately identify with that when it first comes up. However, mm. I think that if the trust is there and they give it a shot, I think I think there will be surprise in what people learn about themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I just mm-hmm. can't go far enough with that. It's it's so interesting how we can seem very superficial and very on the surface, and that's not really who we are. However, if we don't know who we are, how do we present in a way that will let others know who we are? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not saying let them read your journal, but I'm saying you come at it with a confidence or a consciousness or a consciousness knowledge yeah. of this is this is my purpose. This is what I really like Believe. to project to others, you know, kind of thing. This is who I am. This is who in my deepest core believe I am and this is what I stand for this is what I feel is important this mm-hmm. is what's happened to me and this is my journey and what I've learned from my journey thus far this mm-hmm. is what I know to be true at this point of where I am mm-hmm. right and you know some people say well I know who I am that's ridiculous I don't need to do that um, I would I like would to say to <laughs> yes they do because I've had the experience of doing it. And we've mentioned this a time or two before. And mm-hmm. later I'm sitting quietly and I read it and I go, wow, mm. I, I didn't know. Who knew? I didn't know that was coming up for me. Mm-hmm. So I learned things I didn't even know I knew. 
who the thunk, as you said before. Who the thunk? That's kind of one of those phrases. <laughs> okay, so when people are, the feeling that they're looking for, that we are looking for, I believe, is a feeling of connection with ourself. Mm-hmm. And that leads us into the next kind of writing that we do and we encourage other people to do and that is legacy writing legacy Mm -hmm. writing as kind of a definition is not writing that you put out into the world that it's it's writing that you put down perhaps in a journal or a book that you want to be passed on that you want um, friends family loved ones children grandchildren down the road to mm-hmm. to have as a reminder of who you were mm-hmm. what you stood for the lessons that you've learned so we've mm-hmm. talked about that as sidetrack sisters mm-hmm. and i believe that when we talk about writing in terms of legacy i think the feeling is very similar um to the writing for ourselves in that we are mm-hmm. once again seeking to make connection. Well, it, it, and it comes up again and again when, you know, somebody you'll be having a conversation and somebody will say, you know, my favorite aunt was my aunt Louise. She was just so unique and so different. And I'll say, well, tell me a little about her. Well, I don't really know much about her. You know, how did she look at the world? Um, she never really said, you know, I mean, People can have a favorite person, and I think it's just such a compliment to them to get down in writing. Why was she important to you? What was it that you really admired? And don't admired you wish that she had left something behind to mm-hmm. to provide some depth to that spark? Exactly, exactly. Because obviously the connection had been made, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it doesn't yeah. need to be beat to death, but it needs to be oh. articulated. You know. Yeah. It's part of the memory, and I think it's important for people to take the time to put down the memory, because memories can fade, and you can forget, and you can maybe never know, but if it's written down, Mm -hmm. you can reconnect every time you take a look at that. Yeah. The word is connection. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think the feeling that people... um, will get from legacy writing is connection. And I agree. that is, is so wonderful. And I think by not doing legacy writing, we miss out so much on the connection with both the past and mm-hmm. the future, the, mm-hmm. the important contribution that we can make to future generations as women mm-hmm. and as people that have lived incredibly vibrant, difficult lives. (laughs) I mean, you know, I I think what I would laugh when I say that is because I think everybody talks about, you know, growing up in trauma and, you know, how we have to deal with trauma. And I think what family doesn't have trauma that what family, what people, what person has not grown up and has their shit that they need to deal with? You know what I'm saying? I do. You know, you hear people say, oh, I came from a very dysfunctional family. Well, what dysfunctioned for you? I mean, that's a very general term, you know, and what were some of your hardships and what were some of your successes? And how do you feel that that molded you into the person you are? You know, I mean, uh, dysfunctional. 
Well, and I laugh because um, I just saw a, a GIF on this the other day, and it was the top one was um, a, a teacher or some kind of guru saying kids are so resilient. And then um, the next one after that was um, everyone should be in therapy. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, you know, yeah, kids are resilient. But guess what? You got to deal with that stuff sometime, somewhere along the journey. And I, I did therapy for a little while because mm -hmm. I was kind of making a lot of dumb mistakes. And what I found in therapy was that being an extreme extrovert as I am, I was doing things without really reflecting on them and without really giving them mm. the proper attention. And so in therapy, we, I mean, sometimes I would get asked questions and I'd go, I don't know. And they'd say, well, <laughs> yes, you do. If you don't know, you bring me the person that does know. And we work through a series of questions and eventually I could mm -hmm. kind of get down to the core of what I was feeling. And yeah. I think it's like that when you're writing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Some, you know, I look at it kind of like self-therapy because a lot of the things I write about now are things that come out of a situation yeah. or an experience or a dysfunctional moment or, yep. you know, something like that. Well, and I think lots of, I mean, in the coaching, in, in the coaching that I do, um, we call it self-coaching where you sit down and you do a brain download. And then mm -hmm. you pick one of the thoughts and then you put that off to the side and you kind of work through it. And it's like, what's going on here? Mm -hmm. And really looking at it because, I mean, we're getting into that that first kind of writing, writing for yourself right here. But mm -hmm. you want to you want to dig into yourself a little bit and you want to explore those 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 thoughts, because under the thoughts, those feelings are what really cause us to do what we want whether you're buying a car going on a vacation beginning or ending or staying in you know a relationship mm -hmm. we do things in our lives because of the feeling that we perceive we are going to be in when we do that yeah, it's kind, kind of the reward or what 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 will that mean to me or yeah, yeah there's a lot more to that and you know I've had um, people say to me, well, you know, I'd like to work on our relationship, but he won't do it. You don't need him to do it. You just work it on your part of the relationship. Work on a relationship. Have you heard that? I have. Mm -hmm. I actually have mm -hmm. a, um, a couple that I, I get um, emails from and they deal with lots of different problems and mm -hmm. their their little program the other day made me really laugh it was, it was because of um uh, how people backseat drive and how that drives absolutely drives the driver <laughs> crazy. crazy and it was about how this person decided that they were going to handle those situations differently and how that one person mm -hmm, doing mm -hmm. something different was so helpful. And then a piece of that was they explained to the other person what was what going on for them when they were doing those things. So that the other person all of a sudden went, oh, you're not just nagging or ragging on me. You really have a, a real fear or you have a real reason or you have a, you know, I, I thought that was really kind of cool. Hmm. 
Interesting. 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 Okay. So I think we got sidetracked there a little bit. We what? I think we got sidetracked there a little bit. Okay. Probably. <laughs> Are you really surprised that we would not get so sidetracked? Much. Not no, really. Not so mm -mm. Okay. So we're talking about feelings. Uh -huh. And so far we've kind of come to the understanding that when you write for both yourself and for loved ones, mm -hmm. we're really looking for connection. We want to connect with ourselves. We want to connect with, with more deeply with our loved ones, both current, past, present, and future. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then the last kind of writing that I wanted to kind of talk about was what, are we, what kind of feeling are we looking for when we write for the, the bigger world? So like the Sidetrack Sisters get together and we have a blog. And we have been blogging since 2017, putting our weekly writings out for the world to read. And mm -hmm. I was thinking, why, what is the feeling that we're looking for there? What, what, what is our goal? What is the feeling that we're hoping to get? Mm -hmm. And I think really it's not just connection, though there is power in that feeling connected with people who you'd never, never dream of being connected with. Right. But I also think there's a sense of contribution. Mm -hmm. And, and I was wondering, so is that why, you know, children's book writers and mystery writers and magazine, people who publish articles in magazines and online, mm -hmm. I wonder if they're looking for that sense of contribution also. I think that's, Definitely a piece of it. And I had a situation, I had a class reunion this weekend mm -hmm. and it was, it wasn't a big one. It wasn't like a five year. It was a, you know, we'd actually get together a smaller group every year. Mm -hmm. And one of the women said to me, you know, I just have the best time reading what you girls write really? because it takes me back to when we were in school together and feelings I had and things that I did. And there are things that I haven't thought of in years. And reading what you're writing, it, it puts me right back there. And it, wow. it really contributes to my feeling good about my school days and stuff like that. Huh. I thought, I said, now, listen, I've never seen a comment from you. And she said, I know. She said, I just stalk you. I don't comment. And I went, come on. You know, if you're having fun, tell us. But I thought that was so interesting. And she said this in front of a bunch of other people. And, you know, and then several people asked me about our our Facebook page and our blog. And I was actually, I was dishing out cards to people. So we'll see. And this is someone wow. from California and someone from um, uh, St. Louis and someone from out East. And they were from all over the place. So who knows? We might Very get cool. some. And those are people that are in the bigger world, but they're not mm -hmm. unknown completely. So they mm -hmm. can really relate because they're from here. Of course. Yeah. Huh. That's cool. So, wow, you are are in in enlarging your world reach and contributing to even more people potentially. Exactly. I I just think that we aren't as different one from the other as we really think we are. Mm -hmm. So, when we 
speak about our experiences, our reactions to them, and so on. <laughs> People can relate to that. And that is not the dog that's barking, by the way. <laughs> she, yeah, she Dee, thinks, what are you doing? She's a lap dog. <laughs> you have lap dogs and lap cats. I just have barking dogs is all. No, she slithered very quietly up here. I saw that. She's a little large for your lap, too. Well, I'm sitting in this papazon chair, so oh. there's room for both of us. But I just like laugh at how carefully she slithered. She just kind of stepped like yeah, that, you know. She did. She's Kisses like, okay. for mom. Kisses yeah, for mom. Exactly. Yeah, what a sweetheart. So. That's so cool. Well, you can't see her on the podcast, but if you want to look at our our we also have a YouTube channel that um there have been a few of our guests who have told their people about the YouTube channel. and But most people listen to us in the pop, podcast, not the YouTube channel. But if you want to see my dog and me sitting in the Papazon, we're, we're together here um, uh, doing this together. <laughs> well, I'm beginning <laughs> to see some of your stuff on Instagram, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's on Lisa Hoffman Coaching. It's really so, fun. I've been enjoying. I, everywhere cool. I go, there's Lisa Hoffman, Lisa Hoffman, Lisa Hoffman. I'm coaching. all over the place. Ah! You're everywhere. You're everywhere. Cool. <laughs> so anyway, so I guess really, Judy, what this all boils down to is, you know, I think I've mentioned this before. We have a, I think this innate, deep desire to be heard and seen by others. We are not individuals, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. I don't think that has anything to do with it. I think we want to feel seen and heard. And we feel that way when we, when we develop and we pursue a sense of connection with ourselves mm -hmm. and our loved ones. And when we put ourselves out and we're making a contribution into the greater world, I think that's that's all the feels. That's what we're looking for here. And I think that's what that you and I are achieving. And we want to encourage other people to pursue as well. I think you put that together very well. Um, yeah. I, I think that um, contribution, when we tell a story about the way something went in our life, and that story has a, an idea in it that might work for other people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's a contribution. Yeah. Because yeah. maybe it's something, oh, I never thought of trying it that way or whatever. Um, and I think the stories are more insightful. What, what am I trying to say? I think that people can connect with us. They're more real when, or when you something. you tell the story, they're able to to have a a a. a a viewpoint into this, the, the point that we're trying to make instead. Yeah, of I don't think we have to get all somebody and, you know, like that, yeah. but if you just tell the story and how it went and, you know, make it real with the details, with yep. the details, with the details, my Lisa's constantly saying it over. Come on. Give some good details. details here. Yeah, That's what makes exactly. it interesting to read. It's the details. I don't want adjectives. I want details. <laughs> <laughs> have right. we heard that a time or two before maybe once or twice yeah, yeah. so okay Judy, well, good. with that we're gonna wrap this episode up i hope all our people get all the feels and yeah. we'll see you or hear you or talk to you again next week 
I'm looking forward to it already. <laughs> okay. I know we'll have a great time. We will. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Okay, everyone. If you enjoyed this podcast, you've got to come over to Sidetrack Sisters and join our membership. It's a year-long program that gives you writing topics and encouragement for your own legacy project. We will provide guidance and support as you record your thoughts and stories over the course of 52 weeks. Then, at the end of the year, we will publish your writing in a beautiful keepsake book. So, join us at SidetrackSisters.com. We'd love to inspire you to look at your own life, tap into your memories, find the wisdom, and write it down as a legacy for your loved ones. Until next time, take care.